Decorate a decoration. The feeling is that there can never be enough of beauty, let alone too much. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Greetings, beloved ones, and welcome back to another episode of Sensual Faith Podcast, the podcast all about the art of coming home to your body. I am your host, LaVon Briggs, and I am your co-creator, carving out space for you to reintegrate your spirituality, sensuality, and sexuality. And today's bonus episode is coming because y'all know I don't typically do bonus episodes. I don't be trying to do more work, child. I'm quick to skip an episode now. If if it's not a line deep down on the left-hand side in my e-bashando, if I need to rest, if I'm feeling overwhelmed, but to add a bonus episode, y'all know it's got to be big. And if you are a patron, if you have been following me on social media, you already know, honey, the cat's out the bag. And I saw somebody on Twitter say, where did that phrase come from? Why was the cat in the bag in the first place? <laughs> But Jamel Hill has launched the Unbothered Network. It is top tier audio programming by Black women for Black women. And she has tapped your girl to be the co-host of Sanctified Podcast, the podcast that is all about asking the questions, having the parking lot conversations, bringing the texts that are in the group chat to the center of our ongoing discussions about spirituality, faith, religion from the Black woman's perspective. And my co-host is none other than the one, the only, Deborah Joy Winans. Now, I cannot wait for y'all to hear this conversation with her because it's really just the tip of the iceberg. Like if you have not listened to the Sanctified trailers yet, I highly suggest you pop on over to Spotify because Jamel Hill's network is in partnership with Spotify. So Sanctified Podcast is only available on Spotify. Sorry to these other platforms, but you just, you not, you not it right now, okay? Maybe a little later. I don't know what to tell you. You know, we might have a bidding war after season one. We gonna see. <laughs> But for now, that's where we'll be. And so if you've listened to the trailer, then you already know that we are shaking the table, okay? We are not about to be tiptoeing around nada, whether it's Black church, conditioning, society, family, we 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 go in there. And so I'm excited that Deborah Joy is here to celebrate the launch of our new podcast. And so before I bring her on, <laughs> um, I want to give you an update on the book and let you know how you can support me and my work. And then we'll get into today's conversation. So Central Faith, The Art of Coming Home to Your Body is a love letter to Black women. And it is for my sisters who always knew there's got to be more to it than this when it came to Black church and Black Christianity. Um, and even if you grew up in like white Christianity or non-denominational church or things like that, if you weren't Baptist, because I was raised Episcopalian, right? But regardless of the space, I believe many of us are living with the residue and we're shedding it and we're releasing it. And so my book is a series of stories and lessons and practices and wisdom to help you shed religious and cultural sexual shame, but not just sexual shame, just any kind of shame around our bodies, right? Because many of us were raised in traditions that taught us that our flesh is evil, bad, something that needs to be beaten into submission. Just It's just not accurate, okay? It's insufficient at best and a sin at worst, the teachings that we were taught about our bodies. So this book is going to debunk a lot of myths. It's going to offer opportunities for you to reflect, for you to affirm yourself, and for you to celebrate yourself, right? Those are so, so important. And so we are going to have giveaways and offerings. Actually, there's a Goodreads giveaway happening right now. So be sure to tap the link in the show notes and enter. There are 15 copies up for grabs. So make sure you complete the forms, child, and make sure you give us all of your information. Also, 
if you would like a sneak peek at chapter one, I will also have a link available for that um, on my website where you'll be able to get that free download. Um, All you got to do is enter your email address, child. (laughs) And I'm not going to spam you, I promise. So you'll be able to get a sneak peek there. But if you're in the know, i.e. in Central Faith Academy, then you would have gotten chapter one already. And not just chapter one, but two, three, and four, beloved, because my patrons, the community members in Central Faith Academy, they have been with me throughout this entire book writing process. Not just the deal, not just the publication, but actually when I was writing and searching for an agent, not searching, calling in an agent and all of that. So if you want to get the sneak peeks, head on over to patreon.com slash LaVon Briggs, sign up for the lavish love tier. If the lavish love tier doesn't feel aligned for you right now, then the sensual faith tier supports the podcast and gets you access to all of the supplemental materials for each episode. The Lavish Love Tier is going to support the pod, get you supplemental materials and audio essays, behind the scenes content, major life updates, book updates first. Okay. Even before my mailing list, that's how exclusive the Central Faith Academy community is. Okay. Perp. So thank you so much for everyone who's investing in themselves and in me and, you know, engaging in shared learning experiences. We are on number four, five. We're going into number five in November. Um, Happy Scorpio season, by the way. Uh, We're going into session five of our All About Love book study. So that's going to be happening on Thursday, November 17th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to be doing chapters seven, eight, nine, and 10 because the night in October that we were supposed to discuss chapters seven and eight, that was when Variety dropped the article about um, the Unbothered Network launching. So needless to say, I was not trying to do no book study child. I was high as a kite. Okay. Floating and excited and celebrating. So, um, I hope you had a marvelous Halloween weekend, however you chose to celebrate, whether it was out and about safely or as safe as possible or at home. I actually was convinced by my good, (laughs) my good friend Phoenix, to dress up in a costume, uh, y'all, I was a sexy nun. Her name is Sister Thick, <laughs> And I had a really good time. That was my first time dressing up in 30 years. So, yes, I'm not exaggerating. That's not hyperbole. Like, when I was 10 years old, I was a cat. And my aunt drew a little nose with whiskers on my face and gave me, like, a headband with cat ears and a t- pinned a tail on my leotard and everything. I have not dressed up since then. Like I put on a little outfit situation and call it something, but in terms of an actual costume and I served honey, <laughs> period. So this is such a thrilling month for me. Um, I'm going to be recording the audiobook, and I am clearly just on the mic. Like I, I manifested this February 1st, 2022 at 8 48. I think it was AM. I tweeted like, I want to be on air this year. I want to be acting, performing. I want to be interviewing and being interviewed. I want to be on air this year. Oh, child. God, thank you. Ancestors. Thank you. Community. Thank you. LaVon. Thank you. We out here. And drum roll, please. I'm not about to bury the lead. The talent of Jamel Hill's Unbothered Network is going to be featured on billboards in New York City, December 12th through the 18th, 2022. We're going to have one in Times Square, one in Penn Station, and y'all, for a Queens girl, this is fucking huge. This is mega, gigantic, humongous stupendous tremendous i've been just a little bit okay this is huge the streets i walked as a child as a teenager as a young adult you know zipping through times square because i'm not a tourist child you know shopping on 34th street catching the subway home like these streets raised me quite literally and in a little over a month I am going to be serving looks, 
from these same billboards I used to look at when I was growing up. What? You can't tell me God ain't good. You can't tell me my ancestors ain't been over the veil, over yonder, putting in work. And you can't tell me that I did not do my work. Okay. I deserve this moment. I am celebrating this moment. I am cherishing this moment and I am honoring myself for everything that I have gone through, survived through, thrived through to get here to this point. So let this be an encouragement to y'all. Start the thing, follow your dreams, heal, align, attract the opportunities that are meant for you. Remember your soul's purpose. Reflect on your soul contract. What did you agree to do before you broke the time and space continuum? Revisit that. And if you need spirit to remind you, ask, (laughs) dream, journal, write, create, purge, grieve, mourn, and make space for the new, for the joy, for ah, tongue emoji, tongue emoji, tongue emoji. Some things you just got to (laughs) embody. So Sanctify Podcast has a very rich meaning. I mean, it's not just those of us who (laughs) were raised to be saved, sanctified, and Holy Ghost filled, but our beloved ancestor, Zora Neale Hurston, wrote a book called The Sanctified Church. And it was a collection of essays that were based on African-American cosmology, legend, um, you know, and really taking a deep dive into the unique spiritual character of the Southern Black Christian Church. And when I think about Zora Neale Hurston, I think about the diaspora. I think about hoodoo and conjure. I think about dialogue and what's and dialect. Um, there are stories about rural Black America in the sanctified church. She introduces us to such extraordinary figures like Mother Catherine, um, a matriarchal founder of a highly personal voodoo Christian sect. Come on, voodoo and Christianity. Come on, syncretism. Uncle Monday, who is a healer, conjurer, and powerful herb doctor. And High John the Conqueror. Come on, Black folks, make sure you got a piece of High John root on you at all times, okay? (laughs) Uh, The trickster, shaman, figure, freedom, and laughter still honored in parts of rural Black America today. And I would add, honored among the descendants of rural Black Americans today. But not only that, folks of the African diaspora, because I do practice parts of hoodoo, even though I am the daughter of Caribbean immigrants (laughs) and descended from folks from Sierra Leone and Angola who probably practice Yoruba tradition. So needless to say, just the word sanctified conjures Black ass spirituality to quote Juju Bay, friend of the show and host of a little Juju podcast. And so I am thrilled to be on this journey with Deborah Joy. You know, from the moment we first chatted, it was just like instant connection. She is definitely my newest soul sister. And I, you know, bow in deep gratitude to the divine for allowing our paths to cross. And so if you are uninitiated, uh, Deborah Joy Winans was born in Detroit into the first family of gospel. Uh, She spent her youth resisting her family's musical legacy. In fact, her heart was leading her down another path in acting. And in pursuit of her dream, Deborah Joy received her BFA from Wayne State University, during which she was invited to study for a month at the Moscow Art Theater School. She also holds an MFA from California Institute of the Arts. In 2016, Deborah Joy's dreams came true when she was cast in a starring role on OWN's That's the Oprah Winfrey Network. Uh, She was cast in a starring role on OWN's original drama, Greenleaf. Now, y'all know Greenleaf. Y'all, a bunch of y'all, maybe maybe not explicitly y'all, but a bunch of people was telling me that I look like Lamar Rutgers, his wife, whoever played her, uh, that I look like her because we were both dark skinned and had short hair and high cheekbones, child. But anywho... So she was charity on Greenleaf. Okay, if you're trying to put two and two together. 
However, in an ironic twist, she found herself lending her voice to the series gospel soundtrack. Since then, Deborah Joy has continued to hone her craft as an actress while embracing her roots as the next generation of whining singers. Y'all get into this conversation with the woman who absolutely embodies her name. Enjoy this conversation with me and my sanctified co-host, Deborah Joy Winans. All right, greetings, beloved ones. Welcome back to another episode of Sensual Faith Podcast, the podcast all about the art of coming home to your body. I am so excited for our special guest today, y'all. Okay, I'm a thug. I'm a thug. I am not. But <laughs> welcome to the show, Deborah Joy. Why not? What up? What up? What up? What up? I am magnificent. I am basking in all the goodness, all the blessings, all the juicy, honey, sweet, because this year has been bittersweet. I don't know about you, girl. For me, it has been bittersweet. And so now that things are sweet. Yeah. Basking when he got that glow. (laughs) Look, I tell you, because here's the thing: what we do know for sure is life is is gone. Life, life is gone. Life, and so you just you trust God with with Mm. the really hard, and you Mm -hmm. God for the really good. You just live in it. Come on, somebody for you. I'm screaming. Okay. So for those people who've been living under a rock, let me not shame anybody. Let me not shame anybody. (laughs) But for the people who, for the uninitiated, (laughs) introduce yourself to the people. That's very cute for the uninitiated. I love it. (laughs) You know, I always like to introduce myself because you just never know. You never never know. And and it, you know, I like to be my name. And so Mm -hmm. if even just saying my name can bring a piece of a smile or something, Mm -hmm. that makes me happy. So I am Deborah Joy Winans. Um, I am very happy to be here. I am am a wife. I'm a mother. I'm a sister. I'm a friend, a daughter. Um, But most importantly, I like to tell people that I'm a lover. Mm -hmm. Um, I praise God for allowing me to have the platform that I have thus far. I, I am an actor, which I love dearly. Mm-hmm. People see my last name and usually think, oh, you a singer, huh? Right. And while I've tried to deny that part of me for so long, God is like, look here, <laughs> you going to wait. Why did you try to I deny love- it? I've just never loved it. Oh, okay. I've never loved singing, but acting has been a dream, a joy, a passion, a desire since I can remember. What's your first memory of acting? Oh, girl, um, uh, sitting in the theater to see, uh, was it Goodfellas? My dad, so, you know, (laughs) my dad would travel so much mm-hmm. growing up. And so whenever he was home, he always wanted to do stuff with his kids. And that yeah. included going to see movies that we probably shouldn't have seen because we were too young. Well, he just wanted to be with his kids. Exactly. Um, and I just, I was mesmerized by the screen. Mm. I just thought, oh God, I want to do that. I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. And my parents used to take us to uh, double features every weekend. And so when I was about to graduate from high school, I told my parents I was going to major in theater. And they were like, I'm sorry, what? I was mm. like, yeah, no, I can do it. I love it. I pr- I promise. Did they expect and, you to major in something else? Well, my mom was like, you know, maybe you should major in communications. You speak well, or maybe journalism, you write well. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to do any of those things. Mm-hmm. And they just, they felt like I needed to have another option until they came to see my first show, which is a play called um, Hospice by Pearl Klieg. <gasps> and mm-hmm. yes, show. Wow. And after that show, they were like, oh, this is absolutely what you need to be doing and fully wow. supported me. And so I got my BFA in acting from Wayne State. I spent a month in Moscow studying at the Moscow Art Theater School in Russia. Wow. And then I came to LA and got my MFA in acting. Um, so I put the work in, like, it's what I love. It is my passion, my desire. And I really thought, you know, I wasn't ever going to have to sing because I got Greenleaf. And I was like, yes, this is amazing. Series regular. 
This show is going to be great, Mm -hmm. which I do believe it was. I loved every moment of it. But do you know that uh, in my contract, they had to add in that I was going to be singing every song that my character sang. And I was like, wait, what? My character sings? Wait, what? That's what God I said. God, look, God was like, yeah, and go ahead. Go for it. Um, you were saying Deborah Joy. <laughs> right. Um, so now I just tell people whatever gifts God has given you, whichever ones, whether you thoroughly enjoy them or not, you mm-hmm. never know how God is going to want to use you. And so, mm-hmm. you know, be prepared. I felt like mm-hmm. for the singing, I felt like it was sink or swim. Like I was the way I lacked confidence in my voice. What? And the singing was so strong and so real. And wow. the first day in the studio that I had to record, I was in tears. I went to the bathroom and just cried because I was like, I can't do this. This, <gasps> this is too hard. It's too Never hard. Joy. Yeah, it's crazy. So that is who I am. I, I'm an actor. <laughs> um, I sing when forced. And, <laughs> uh, but mostly I just love. I just love. Mm-hmm. And I love being able to allow people to feel love from me. Mm. And I definitely feel love from you. Yes. This is a Pearl Clegg Stan account. I actually did an episode on her book, Some Things I Never Thought I'd Do. Mm-hmm. And it was around the time that you and I started corresponding <laughs> for this incredible project we're co-creating. And it's just, I just love being an artist. Don't you love being yes. an artist? Absolutely. There's just so, you just never, you just never know. You never know what you're going to create. You never know how much of an impact it will have. And that's exciting. I like to say that we are co-creators with the creator. Amen. Mm -hmm. And the thing that we are co-creating right now is the Sanctified Podcast on Jamel Hill's Unbothered Network, y'all. Can you believe it? I... Can you believe it? Because so, like, cue the shout music, okay? <laughs> get the tambourines, get the sheets, get the oil, get the doilies. <laughs> Not the sheets. <laughs> get the sheets. Okay, we do need a few sheets. Does this one need to buy them no more sheets? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I was in high school when I remember seeing the cover of Essence Magazine at my school library, and they said Juanita Bynum was no more sheets on. I was like, what is that? Because, you know, I didn't grow up in the holiness tradition. Yeah, I grew up in the Episcopal Church, so we weren't talking about holiness. I didn't get what to bite them until I was in college. When I finally did see it, I was like, oh, I see why we fucked up (laughs) in the church. This kind of teaching, it's like it just puts you at war with yourself. Yeah. And it's a losing battle. 100% because it just feels like you want to doom the very thing God created. Mm. You want to make me from as young as possible see myself as something so bad and something that needs to be put away and tapered and measured and, and clothed Mm. and never to be seen and almost shameful. And it's Mm. like, this is the very thing that, that God delights in and says, Mm. Look at what I did. It is good. I always wrestle with that scripture that was like, we were shaped in iniquity and born into sin. Because I was like, "Mm." there are so many other scriptures where God is declaring God's creation good and marvelous and beautiful. And I was like, why don't we focus on those scriptures? (laughs) We, we, We lose sight. We lose sight and... And I don't know what it is. It's like we are determined to always see the bad. And I think it mm. it filters into your everyday life. Mm-hmm. How and so? My husband telling me, like, stop seeing the glass half full. I mean, half empty. Yeah, I was like, I think you like, mean. Stop seeing it half empty. Like, right. it's, what is everything doesn't have to be. Oh, that sounds great. But what about that? What about it's like it's. See the beauty, right? See the positivity. See how great it is, you know. And um, we've we've been sort of taught to just focus on instead of looking in the mirror and saying, "Oh wow, I look great." It's oh wait, I got to cover that up. Oh, that's not right. Oh, this is too much. Oh, my hip is too big. Oh my, and it's just like, uh, no, 
Just take a moment and say, wow, that look great. Yes. Come on. Wow. I'm going to start saying that when I look yes. in the mirror. I'm going to look in the mirror and be like, wow. That's it. That's it. I love that for me. No, you're right. And honestly, when I started going to therapy, I learned that waiting for the other shoe to drop is a trauma response. You're mm. always waiting for something. This this good thing is not going to last. And I think a part of that comes from the church manufacturing this unworthiness in us because when something good happens, sometimes we think, oh, I'm not worthy enough to receive this good thing. And it's like, oh, absolutely. You, you absolutely are. Absolutely. And then it's this whole idea that if people say, oh, I love your work, your response has to be, oh, well, praise God. (laughs) And it's like, I'm not, Mm -hmm. it's not that I'm trying to take glory when I simply say thank you. And I just didn't understand. Mm. A lot of it still is mind boggling to me. And I'm like, no, thank you. Mm -hmm. I, I believe that God has given all of us gifts Right. And and God intends for us to use them. Absolutely. So when people see them and they are blessed by it, I don't have to show them and be so deep in, in, in this way of always. Been, oh, well, not me, not me. That's all. God. That gets weird. Yeah. And it's just it is. Like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. And it's like othering God's godness from yourself. We are creation, right? We are God in the flesh on the earth. And so it's like, how can you say that you are not God? You and God are made of the same stuff. (laughs) And so I remember when I was in another tradition, child, where preachers would often say, Lord, hide me behind the cross, right? Like decrease me and increase in you. And I'm like, your personhood, your personality, your gifts, your talents, your very being, right, is divine. And we need you to be you. We don't need everybody else sounding like everybody else. No, <laughs> and, and you're and you're not meant to. And I think, you know, the Bible says that your gifts will will open doors and bring you before great men. And it's like. So if the gift that God has given me uh, opens door after door after Mm. door and allows me to walk through and be seen among what we would consider great people, you know, the um, Miss Winfrey or Mm -hmm. uh, President Obama, you know, all these people that that have this this status Mm -hmm. and am I supposed to just try to get in the room and hide? Mm. There's a reason why God has placed us there and it's to be our full selves, correct? not to try and hide um, behind anything. And honestly, what, what I really love is that it doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter where you come from, wherever you are destined to go, uh, let the past go. Move in it the way you're meant to move in it. Don't try to decrease because somebody in there knows what you did back then and they don't feel like you're worthy. Mm -mm. Mm. Fully who you are meant to be wherever you are, wherever you stand and know that that God is with you. Mm. Help the people, Deborah Joy. It's just it's you know, I think we get so caught up in feeling like. Well, if I did this back then, I'm not worthy to have the life that I really dreamt. And I, I shouldn't be able to just be walking through this door. I shouldn't. No, no, no. Mm. It's it's not about you got to let the past go. Mm-hmm. Got to let God allow you to be who you are meant to be. Amen. And you have to not try and decrease because somebody else there feels like you're not worthy. It's not up to them. It's never been up to them. Deborah Joy, how did you grow to be so comfortable in your skin? Ooh, it took years. Mm. It took years. And that's why I love um, that we have this opportunity, this incredible opportunity with Sanctified Mm -hmm. to have a platform that hopefully will allow people, particularly young women, young uh, women of color, to to be free or find their freedom sooner 
Yes. Um, because it took me, you know, into my thirties, it took me, um, with a spouse I love fully, you'll always hear me talk about him. Cause I just, I, I, I have learned unconditional love from him, from the way that he loves me. Shout out to Terrence. Um, shout out to <laughs> T-Baby. Um, and it took him, number one, telling me you're not perfect. And that it's okay. Mm. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and that whatever you see as flaws, okay, we can grow through them or, or maybe they're not even flaws at all. Mm. What if that tells you feeling like this is wrong? Mm-hmm. And it caused me to actually start really thinking and being honest with myself and dig deeper and be like, well, well, I just was taught that at church. He's like, but, but why, what does that mean? Is that in the word? It's like, no. Wow. Like, so do you want to live a life that people can look at you and just say, oh, look at her. She's a Christian. She mm. loves God. Or do you actually want to learn who you are, who you are in God and let God be pleased? Doesn't matter. Mm. What you and I was like, I take choice B. I want to learn who I am. I want to learn what I like and what I don't like. I want to learn, even if you feel like it's outside the scope of, of what you deem Christianity to be or what you deem a lover of God to be, mm-hmm. so I can find who I am. Mm-hmm. And then I can say, oh, you know, I don't really want to do that no more. Mm-hmm. But I know who I am. I don't have to just always sit and wonder. You know what right. I mean? I feel like there are so many people that have just grown up with all these stipulations and they've never questioned it, but they were never fully happy. Mm. And um, I I don't believe that God has us here to to be unhappy. Mm. We're supposed to be living life and living it abundantly. And who wants to to live a life where it looks like you're suffering? Like I'm right over to that. You keep telling me, oh, my God is good and my God is great and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And, you're, and you're always sad and you're always um, unhappy and you're always struggling and you're all nobody <laughs> is going to buy into that life. No, thank you. And that's not the life that God is meant for you to have. If God says to have life and have it more abundantly and you over here, something's not something's not working together. The math ain't mathing. The math ain't mathing. I love that. Oh, I just, I, it took me into my thirties, but I think it's a everyday thing. Just trying to grow and learn me and be happy with me. Even if it's something I think I want to change in the future. Yeah. Even if it's my attitude. And it's like, do I have attitude? I sure do. I do. <laughs> and that's okay. I'm working on it for sure. Am I perfect with it? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I love listening to you talk about the growth and the soft space that your husband Terrence is for you. It's really just like a possibility model for me, you know, to Mm -hmm. quote Janet Mock. And uh, episode two of Sanctified is called Finding Boaz in the Building or in the Parking Lot. So y'all will hear more about that on November 9th. Um, But some of y'all are looking for a Boaz when you need to be looking for your Terrence, okay? Look, 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 and look for for you. And look Look for for you. you, Uh, One thing that I love that you just brought up is that he asked questions and the church doesn't always foster inquiry in its Mm -hmm. members. Mm -hmm. And so I started asking a lot of questions because when I was little, my mom always let me ask questions because she was silenced as a child when she was growing Mm -hmm. up in Barbados. So she vowed that she would raise me and my brother differently. Mm -hmm. And so one question that I always ask guests has to do with this word sensuality. Because when I looked it up in the dictionary, when I first started my pleasure activism, shout out to Adrian Marie Brown, the, the dictionary said that sensuality is being lewd or lascivious. And I was like, that don't sound right. That don't feel right. That's just, oh, that ain't it. So how do you, Deborah Joy, how do you define sensuality? I think just truly being one with myself. Mm -hmm. I think that when you are on this journey of learning who you are, 
um, there's a connection that happens. Mm-hmm. There is a um, sexiness that happens. Ooh. Um, because there's nothing more beautiful than a confident woman. Mm. Someone who knows who she is. It doesn't matter what you think about what she got on, what you think her face looked like, what you think her body looked like, what you mm-hmm. think her when she knows mm-hmm. who she is, there is something. And so I think that for me, sensuality is all about this becoming truly one with yourself, knowing who you are. And it brings about all these um sort of beautiful after effects. Mm-hmm. Um it, it, when I when I hear sensuality, I don't think lewd, and I don't even necessarily, for my first thought, think sexual. Mm. Um, I think like together, it, connected, sexy, all like like a like a oneness. Yes. You know, I just, Mm -hmm. someone who is, who knows themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's that, 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 that's what that sort of evokes in me. I love that. For me, it sounds like integration. It sounds like wholeness. Mm -hmm. And the older I get, the more whole I feel. So that resonates profoundly. It's, you know, when you, when you are becoming whole, you're just becoming happy, happy with you, happy with your inside. Mm. It's not even about the outside. You know, we can always work on that. But when you recognize that your inside is good, when you mm. recognize that your motivation behind why you do what you do is good, when you realize mm. your heart is good and though like your mental health is in a good place. Ooh. Look. Girl, that's good right that's there. <laughs> you can't tell me about that. <laughs> the doors of the church are open, okay? <laughs> I reposted something on Instagram this week that basically said peace of mind is the wealth right now. Like that is the currency right now. And you cannot replace that. Money can't replace that. There are just certain things that money cannot buy. Correct. Peace of mind is like, who, child, my Lord. My and, I, Lord. and I honor that having your human needs met, making sure that you have enough money to have shelter, Absolutely. food, all of that. Like Absolutely. That, that cultivates peace as well. But money Absolutely. is not the only solution for peace because there are a bunch of wealthy, affluent people who are hell raisers and hell mongers and hell adjacent Christians and all kinds of stuff. Absolutely. <laughs> 100%. And there is, there's something to be said about peace that, that, mm. that no, no strings attached. I can Ooh. wake up and just be like, well, thank you, Lord. All right. What, what we, we doing, doing today? What we doing today, Jesus? <laughs> what we doing today? I got I love in my house. Ooh, come on at home. Look, baby, listen, ain't nothing like having a home that you don't want to go to because ain't no peace in that home. You would rather just be out. No, 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 no. Sitting in the car. Coming home, even while people still working on it. I'm like, Jesus, when these contractors going to be done. (laughs) But I still, I love coming home. Mm -hmm. I love coming home. Um, no, there's something to be said about having peace Yes, in your home, in your heart, in your relationship, mm-hmm. relationships that always lack peace. That makes me feel like, oh, maybe we've come to our end. Ooh. There is always a lack of peace. Mm-hmm. God is calling for peace at, th- at this time. Yeah. In my life. yeah. Hello? Better better get right or get left. No, I'm screaming. (laughs) I love this. Y'all, there is going to be so much more of this on the Sanctified Podcast. Uh, Spotify, 
Spotify don't know what Spotify just did, child. They, oh, they have no clue. But oh, they're about to find out. Though. Open the floodgates <laughs> of sanctified. Let it rain. Let it rain because we are letting it rain. Like literally rain falling on the ground, but also letting it rain, bringing the choppers because the spiritual status quo for Black women is, is insufficient. So we are bringing questions, parking lot conversations. What else we doing, DJ? Look, and I love the fact that we're bringing questions. Like I, I said yes, because number one, there are things that I want to break myths on, Mm -hmm. you know, so that, so that there are other young women that can recognize their beauty, their worth, their, their love well before I did. Yeah. Um, But also I have questions and it's okay to have questions. Yeah. I said yes to this, number one, because I feel like I'm going to learn so much. And I have learned so much just from talking to you. Aww. People <laughs> that didn't grow up like you, that have another set of knowledge and wisdom mm-hmm. other than you, um, that have different perspectives it is a beautiful thing to sit and listen and learn. Yeah, it and is. Just be open to learning as opposed to, uh-uh, that ain't right. That don't sound right. Mm-mm, that Like, who wants to be that person? I can't be that person. I can't, I'm, I'm, I can't do it. I can't mm-hmm. do it. I and used to I be that person. learned so much. But, oh, oh, don't get me wrong. I used to be. Mm-hmm. It takes too much. It does. But it's so much judgment. Mm-hmm. And then when you start actually living life and you live mm-hmm. and life be life in and you realize some of the choices that you make or could have made, you're like, ooh, mm. and here I was talking about stuff I don't even know nothing about. Right. All because <laughs> it was passed down, like you shouldn't do this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's been such a beautiful experience to not only say my piece to try and break some myths and really bring the love of God to conversations, but to also listen mm. and learn and grow from other perspectives. Yeah, I said yes, because first of all, Christina Tapper, who is the executive producer at Spotify and the head of content for Unbothered Network, she and I have a storied past and I followed her career and everything that she's done has been like, centering black women. So I was like, I can trust Christina literally with my life because she's never going to be put me in a position where I have to compromise. Mm-hmm. So when her name popped up in my inbox talking about want to run an idea by you for Jamel Hill's network. I said, now, hold on, wait a minute. What, <laughs> what we got going on here? Because the man that I divorced is the one who introduced me to Jamel and Michael's show, his and hers. He would be oh, yeah. watching it every single day. And I'm walking like, what are you watching? And so, you know, Jamel be going in. I'm like, oh, she knows her stuff. I'm like, who is this? And so child done divorced the man, but the woman that he introduced me to, now I'm talent on her network. Come on, somebody. Isn't that that amazing? Amazing. It's amazing. I didn't even know that she had tapped you as the co-host already. I thought that they wanted me to find a (laughs) co-host. They were like, no, ma'am, you're going to be doing a chemistry test with our co-host we already have. I was like, oh, okay. Territory, Lord, and the whole time. They were that like, no, is so funny. We're going to schedule oh. your chemistry test. <laughs> <laughs> Look, let me tell you, but it was such a blessing. It was such a blessing. Um, you know, Jamel, Jamel, I love her dearly and i'm mm-hmm. and i'm that kind of person that's like i don't really need any new friends mm-hmm. Honestly, guys, I'm fine. i was fine mm-hmm. with my brothers i'm fine with my husband and so i was like if i make a friend at this age it's yeah. because it's a connection that we just can't deny it just right works. and when i met jamel i met her i was a fan like because i was always watching his and hers with my mm-hmm. husband and my husband wasn't with me at the NAACP awards that year. So when I met her, I was like, oh my God, I got a <laughs> picture because my husband's going to flip out. Aww. And she was like, no, you don't understand. We love Greenleaf. Are you kidding? Wow. And so it was easy. And then I ran into her again and it just was 
easy. Yeah. Like she's from Detroit. And so, you know, my test is if you're really from the D, like you always going to be cool. You're going to be consistent. Mm-hmm. I and love people you, from Detroit. Look, let me tell you, that's who we are. Beautiful, and, and brilliant, but, ambitious, yeah. personable, creative, bold. Every last one that. that I've met. Yeah. And so it was just, it was just easy. And we mm-hmm. just connected in a way that was like, oh, okay, we, oh, I see this. We, we going to be cool. And it really did not take long. When I tell you, she is one of my closest friends to this day. Mm. Um, I love her dearly. And so anything, and, and because I know she loves me, mm. when she came to me with this, I knew she cared about it. And, and because I know how much she knows me, she's not going to put me in any mess. Right. So that alone made me trust it. Now, I'm not normally a, a talky person. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need a I'm screaming or something. Hilarious. Um, but no, after, you know, just talking to my husband and praying about it, it was like, you know what? I trust you. I believe this is ordained for this time. I do believe yeah. that there are things that I can share that will be helpful and beneficial and absolutely know that they're not alone. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know what? Let's rock and roll. Let's rock and roll. And honestly, LaVon, it was so easy when we had you. It was like, so <laughs> we're done, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, guys, we're done. I'm we're done. screaming. No, it felt good. It felt good. And even in meeting Christina, I met her at a wedding in July of 2013. Like it was an afternoon wedding in Brooklyn, New York. Our mutual friend Gary invited us. Small, intimate, gorgeous, right? But it's an afternoon wedding. So by three o'clock, we were ready to leave the venue. And we were like, we look too good to go home. What we finna do? It was like 10 of us. So we ended up going to a bar. We went out to dinner. Like it was a whole thing. Did not see Christina until July, 2022. (laughs) Wow. We followed each other on social media for dang near a decade, but we had been following each other's work. And then she let me know, I launched Central Faith Podcast September, 2021. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I've been listening to Central Faith Podcast. It's one of my favorite podcasts of 2021. What? I didn't even know you were yeah. Wow, <laughs> I love that. And so here we are. And you and I, we met, chatted for 10 minutes, and the rest is her story. <laughs> it was over. I love this. Well, I am so excited to be on this journey with you. I wouldn't want to be on the journey with anyone but you. You always bring us back to God. You always remind us of God's faithfulness and goodness. You help us to see our divinity and you live up to your name for the joy. (laughs) So thank you. Thank you for saying yes. And thank you for being here today. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. I consider it an honor to to be thought of and considered um, truly each time. And so uh, thank you. Thank you for always bringing your best. You are fabulous. Thank you for not laughing at me when I don't know stuff. I'll be like, oh, so what that mean? <laughs> yeah, that's real right. But, you know, it's you know, you have people that can either look down on you and wonder why you don't know something or people that love to teach you and help you grow. Mm. And you are the latter. And so thank you for always being um, loving and and kind and really just willing, willing mm. to to be there and go there. And uh, I think I think we really are a great match. I I wouldn't want to be doing this with anyone else. You are really (laughs) fabulous. You know, there are things where you recognize the best partners are, are when, you know, they each have different strengths and weaknesses so that we can always be there for each other and carry each other through the moments where, you know, oh, I can jump in because I know, this is something that I'm a, I'm a bit stronger in, but then I know she's going to cover me when we get to done. Mm. Out of the I, you know what I mean? And so yeah. I feel covered. Mm. So thank you. 
Me too. That was the perfect way to put it. Lord have mercy. All right, y'all. <laughs> Sanctify <laughs> Podcast is launching Wednesday, November 9th, only on Spotify. Y'all dust your Spotify accounts off, okay? <laughs> you That's can get the off, premium, baby. but free 99 will get you access as well. But it's only on Spotify, period. Period. All the right. Father Network, the un- Bothered network. Unbothered baby. Jamel has the unbothered network. Per. That's what we're doing, y'all. By black women for black women. What? There we have. <laughs> y'all, thank y'all for joining in this conversation with Deborah Joy Winans. Y'all go in peace, go in power, go in pleasure. Be well, beloved ones. And if it's not well, it's not the end. And remember, faith should feel good. Peace, y'all. Y'all, do you see what's what's happening? Are you are you catching it? Okay. Are you sensing it in the physical realm? What God has been doing in the spiritual realm? What Deborah Joy's ancestors and my ancestors, how they've been in cahoots to get us together so that we can be on air together for such a time as this, a time where black women are reclaiming their agency and their sense of self who are demanding that spiritual leaders offer them something besides just the old time religion. You know, we give thanks to the religion of our ancestors that sustained them and nurtured them for the journey and allowed us to be here. But God is saying, behold, I do a new thing. Do you not perceive it? And we are perceiving it. We're not just perceiving it either. We're embodying it. And that is what sensual faith is all about, embodying the journey. So y'all make sure that you tune in Wednesday, November 9th. Episodes one and two are dropping. Episode one is called Purity Culture is a Scam. (laughs) And episode two, Finding Boaz in the Building or in the Parking Lot. And episode three, ah, ah, ah. Now, you know who's going to find out what episode three is called first, honey. So head on over to patreon.com slash LaVon Briggs. Sign up for the tier that feels good to you. And if you are not ready to make a monthly commitment, you need a little more time, but you still want to support me, you can do that via Zelle, LaVon.Briggs at gmail.com, PayPal, LaVon.Briggs at gmail.com, Cash App, dollar sign, Pastor Bay, Venmo at LaVon Briggs. Of course, pre-ordering my debut book, Sensual Faith, The Art of Coming Home to Your Body. Y'all, pre-orders are so, so important. They let publishers know, yo, we want more work like this. So if you do, in fact, want more liberative, womanist, authentic, joyful, (laughs) holistic writing, make sure you pre-order. Also pre-order my good sister's book, Ebony Janice Moore's All the Black Girls Are Activists, okay? Coming out July 11, 2023. Shout out to her. I quote her in my book. She quotes me in her book because what are we? Womanists, period. (laughs) And so I'm so excited. Thank y'all for being a part of this journey. I will see y'all over on Jamel Hill's Unbothered Network, Sanctified Podcast, only on Spotify. Turn up, we up. And so that's our show for today. I am so excited. I will be back on the mic on Wednesday for Sanctified and Thursday for Central Faith Podcast. That's the plan anyway, child. You know, we gonna see, but that's the plan. So thank you for rocking with me and for being a part of this. This is thrilling, y'all. We up and it's stuck. (laughs) Go in peace, go in power, go in pleasure. Be well, beloved ones. And if it's not well, it's not the end. And remember, faith should feel good. Peace, y'all.